This episode of Christmas Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Disney to theater to Christmas, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Christmas, everybody! Welcome to the Christmas Countdown Show! My name is Eric Peterson, as always, and I'm here with my good buddy, Danny Jordan. As always. As always. We have uh, John here. John Ewing. John Ewing. I almost asked him what his last name was again. John Ewing. Ewing. John Ewing uh, on our ATEM. And then we got Chris Sisley live from Brooklyn. Thank you so much for tuning in and checking us out. Yes. Um, This is episode 10 of season three. So we are officially at the halfway mark of our third season. Isn't that wild? I feel like we just started. And Uh, now we're halfway there. It feels... You're like, I'm ready to be done. (laughs) No, but I feel like we feel... A good chunk into the yeah, season. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, we did travel to Memphis. And <laughs> yeah. You've started rehearsals for your show, yeah, and yeah. there's just so much. I guess so much has happened. Yeah. I don't know. It's just wild to me to think that we're already at the, the halfway point. I know. It's it wild. Is, it is pretty crazy. Um, but we are giving you 20 full episodes for this season. We're very generous. We're very, very generous. Plus the bonus episodes if they join the Patreon. That's, what, 30 total? Yeah, that's a lot of content. That's Christmas a lot content. of content. That's like yeah. over... 30 hours that's probably like 40 like your whole work week yeah i would love for someone to show up at the office and season one pretend that they're one. working but all they did from beginning to end was just binge our show that'd be pretty what are you doing there steve working working counting down <laughs> favorite christmas uh desserts maybe they're on this episode maybe right now are, yeah. which is our top 10 holiday desserts five through one so these are the best of the best yes um so we're very excited to count those down today we have another game from chris sisley which Love we're games. very excited about um we have some listener feedback yeah we've been getting emails reviews but feedback we'll call this one yeah um what else we got to do today we're gonna do some christmas news christmas news you know we have it i don't think we shared any news on the last one true but, um, i have a couple memes and things you got some memes and things yeah. so we got a lot a lot of stuff yeah. uh to get to but i was thinking you know this is a desserts episode and we're talking a lot about food right yeah. um now what pairs great with food drinks a great beverage and not just any beverage, but like a holiday vibey sure. sort of beverage. So our friends at Hallmark Channel, they must have known this was happening yeah. because they sent off to us some delicious teas. You know, they have this amazing partnership with Republic of Tea, and they do this holiday limited edition collection. Um, what I love about these, I think we chatted about them last year, is they look like little like pog containers. They do. These little metal tins. So I'll let yeah. you know, so people can hear sort of what's happening out there is there's two different uh, containers. One is the cardamom cinnamon. The other is gingerbread cookie. What do you think cardamom means? I think it's a type of spice. Okay. Yeah, I think, right? Yes, it is definitely a spice. Okay. I feel like John's our like resident food guy. Yeah. Whenever we say something about food, like we were he's talking ready. about Ethiopian food, he's like, oh, I'll take that one, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Just slides right in there. But I love I love the imagery on these cans. Like It feels so incredibly... Christmassy. Cozy. Yeah. Did you notice that on this mug, there's like a glove around the mug. Yeah, there's like the uh, the sort <laughs> like of mitten. cable knit, yeah, yeah, mitten around the mug, which is pretty cool. I love it. I, love I wonder it. if that's a a all the time thing or if that was added. Uh, that's a great question. I don't know because it doesn't seem to go over the handle. That's yeah. So maybe it was made like that. Pretty. I cool. don't know. Which one are you going to try? I think you know. In our last episode. I talked about cinnamon. cinnamon and cinnamon memories. Sure. So I think I'm going to go cardamom. Okay. I'll cinnamon. do the gingerbread cookie. Okay. So I'm going to slide this one back here and let's pop the top. Now, how many how many pods are you going to throw in there? One, two? 
You know, I usually like to go double pot yeah, or double bag because well. I like a nice flavorful tea. Now, sure. did you take a sniff of yours? Take a little whiff of this real quick. Ooh, that is good. That is very gingerbready. Can I? Here, you sniff mine. Yeah. <laughs> I'll sniff yours. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That one's good too. That Doesn't was strong. That just feel like the holidays? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's All right, so good. I'm going to drop two little pogs. And don't these look like little pogs too? They do. They really do. So I'm going to drop two in mine. I even brought us a little clear mug so everyone could see the different hues all right and you got some hot water i have some hot water that i brewed right before we came in here we've never attempted to do this before on the show just pour hot water boiling that's good water is that good okay all right i'm gonna do mine as well i'll do it for the camera what i don't have is like a steeper yeah you know you bring up a great question about tea right is oftentimes you know on the back of the container the box the vessel the pod container whatever it'll say steep for six minutes or whatever it is right I always just assumed that meant just let it be in the hot water for that amount of time before you're supposed you supposed to be poking at it. Are you? I, that's what I is that what do steeping is? Is anyone resident foodie John? John, Yen? I think you just leave it alone. <laughs> steep, you don't steeping poke is it? just letting it soak uh, at you know hot water and okay, all that flavor is going to come out no matter what you do. Yeah, I can it. see it's already starting to uh, cascade yeah, down changing from colors, my little pods here. I like to poke it. Do you? Is, a bunch, but I don't have a spoon or anything. Whenever I see the word steeping on the back of like a tea box or whatever, I always think of open the doors and see all the, like, here's the church, here's the steeple. Steeple. <laughs> open the door, see all the people. That's, someone needs it's, to come up with like a rhymy version. Steeping? Yeah. That's all it is. See all the steeple? Yeah. <laughs> They're steeple. It's people steeping. People steeping. Um, but yeah, I'm going to take a little, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Ooh, look how colorful yours is. That's really good. It's is a that nice like re- amber. It's like reddish. There's a Orange. little bit of a... Hold it up to the light like that. Yeah, we yeah, can see it. It definitely feels you, like yeah, fall. right there. Mine's a, mine's a lighter hue over here on the cardamom cinnamon side of things. I can tell you right now, though, the temperature of this, I'll I'll drink this when I'm on my number one selection Is of it the top ten. You? Oh, yeah. It does require oh, boiling, yeah. boiling water. Yeah. Um, but we tried these last year, and I'm it so... It smells delicious. smells delicious. I'm going to take a sip because I like, I like to live on the wild side. All right, All right here we go. This is the uh, cardamom cinnamon. Ooh, that is very cinnamony. I love that. That'd be good. This gingerbread is very good. I got the tiniest little dot of liquid onto my my uh, <laughs> of the tongue temp. and lips, and it was so hot, but still very good. Yeah, no, I love it. This is going to be great to sip on all uh, throughout the episode. Good for the voce. Oh, yeah, for the voce. Uh, and if you're looking for something to sip on all throughout the holiday season, yeah. uh, make sure you check out these uh, Countdown to Christmas, Hallmark Channel, uh, Republic of Tea uh, flavors. They're so incredible. You know, go to Hallmark.com. Uh, RepublicofTea.com. RepublicofTea.com and stock up on these because they really are the perfect complement, I think, yeah. to the holiday season. We talk about like the weather changing, the smells in the air, and tastes are a huge you know part what, of that. You know what they'd be great for? Mm. Teacher gifts. Oh my gosh. It's yes. like just the right kind of size and pi- price point to like, if you're trying to think of what are you going to give your kids teacher, nice little set of Republic of Tea. Oh dude, that's uh, brilliant. Channel. And I feel like it's not something that you see a lot because yeah, you know, yeah. these are limited edition yeah. sort of situations is like, if you want your gift to stand out, that's your teacher gift this holiday season, make sure you grab that. And uh, if you're looking for the perfect thing to pair with your tea, uh, you're definitely going to want to make sure to check out Countdown to Christmas on Hallmark Channel. The movie coming out this weekend is Merry Scottish Christmas, mm-hmm. and we got a little sneak peek at it. And let me tell you, for someone who loves Scotland, 
like I've talked about it ad nauseum with you. I love it. You know, just getting to see, you know, the landscape of Scotland and, you know, the bagpipes and all the things. There's castles in this one. Lacey Chabert, Scott Wolf. You've got this party of five sort of like mini reunion. Uh, they play a brother and a sister. And it's, it's really, really fun to sort of see this whole thing unfolding with, you know, Scotland as, as the backdrop for it. So uh, pour yourself a little Republic of Tea and yeah. and cozy up with a Hallmark Channel Christmas movie this weekend. That sounds pretty good to Doesn't me. Doesn't sound nice? I like that. Yeah. That's what I'll be doing this weekend. Mm. All right. Let's get on with it. Ed. Yeah. Should we go to our uh, listener feedback? Let's do our it. Our emails? Yeah. All right. Let's go. Uh, I'm going to start us off here. This first email comes from James. Uh, and it looks like he's from the UK. So Ooh, cool. uh, let's see what he has to say. Hi, Christmas Countdown team. I hope you're all keeping well and enjoying the change in the seasons. I wanted to reach out and say a quick thank you for the podcast. As someone who was always made fun of for being a Christmas all-year-round kind of lad, I'm very grateful to have found your podcast to help me feel less alone in my love for the holidays. Mm. I grew up in Ireland and now live in London, UK. So your pod has given me lots of insight into some traditions that we don't have over here. Things like eggnog or the prevalence of the Christmas TV special or <laughs> crooner era Christmas music. That surprises me. I would think that like, you know, Ella Fitzgerald, Frank Sinatra just stuff everywhere would still thing. be over there but yeah. he's saying that it's not as big over there okay um as i think as a thank you i wanted to give you a bit of a curated list of christmas songs that are massive on this side of the pond oh wow just in case you were curious to see some of the differences forgive me if these were popular in the u.s as well last christmas wham uh i'm trying to pull ones that i would class as quintessentially british or irish mm. um there's a quick honorable mention for mike oldfield in Dolce Jubilo. Really? A brilliant modern take on the carol, Good Christian Men Rejoice. Wow. Okay. Um, we won't go through all of these. And and James did a very good job of giving us his full top 10 list with explanations. Yeah. But I'm going to give you the list of songs at the very least. Okay. Uh, number 10, he has Christmas Tree, uh, Dustin the Turkey. Whoa. Okay, Dustin the Turkey, is that... What do we think? Christmas Tree is the name of the song? And I think Dustin the Turkey is the artist. Okay, Dustin what the Turkey. What uh, Let's read this one. It says, a weird one to start. A 90s children character from Ireland, Dustin... Dustin the Turkey. Dustin the Turkey. I got it now. Okay. Yep. Dustin was always seen as the character for kids from inner city Dublin kids to relate to. They surely went too far by making him a character who is illegally cutting down trees to sell. The song, however, was a hit in Ireland, particularly for me as a kid who would occasionally get myself into some trouble with my parents. Lovely use of a kid's character using a kid's choir in the final chorus. Okay. That's fun. Number nine, Do They Know It's Christmas from Band-Aid. Great, great one. song. So good. Uh, number eight, Shaken Stevens with Merry Christmas, Everyone. Ooh, I like that. If there was ever an award for the most jingle bells used in a pop single, he would be the winner. Okay. Wow. That, I want to check that one out. Okay. Um, Elton John, Step Into Christmas. It's a great one. Great one. Uh, the Darkness, Don't Let the Bells End. Whoa. What? I love The Darkness. Do you know who The Darkness are? I have no clue who The Darkness is. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Like this really, like, they're almost a comedy band. They do, like, glam. 80s rock metal yeah. but nowadays and they really lean into it. Okay. Very, very fun. Uh, we'll definitely have to check that one out. Don't let the bells end. Yeah. And number five, they've got Wizards. I wish it could be Christmas every day. That one doesn't get played enough, I don't think. That is a great one. Yeah. Didn't we talk about that one just uh, oh, uh, in the bonus? I it could be Christmas every day. I think you were singing it when you walked in this morning. Not this morning, but oh, maybe recently, yeah. recently we did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, number four, uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. 
that doesn't have an artist. It's the definitive Christmas in England song, a more grown-up excitement uh, in, than Wizard, but no less infectious. Okay. I like that. Well, he included links, so I'll have to check. Yeah, that. yeah. yeah. Uh, number three, Jonah Louie's Stop the Calvary. Don't know that. Number two, Driving Home for Christmas. Got to check that one out. And number one, very smart, The Pogues' Fairy Tale of New York, <laughs> which I am a big, big fan of. Right. Um, James, this is a great list. I think what we should do is maybe make this a Spotify list yeah. under our page, and we'll put the link. Uh, we'll see. We'll try to figure out a way to put all these descriptions that James has so brilliantly uh, written out for us uh, describing yeah. each song. We'll see what we can do. And if there's anyone else out there in the UK you know, <laughs> who has some other songs that they want to add to yeah. the mix that are like iconic UK holiday songs. Or wherever you're from. Yeah, wherever you're from, maybe we put together like an international Christmas songs playlist. That'd be great. That should be a, That's a good countdown. Idea. Yeah. Our favorite international Christmas Another way songs. to talk about music. That's what we do. Uh, that was so great. Thank you, yeah. James, Thank from you. Uh, Beckenham, Southeast London is, Beckenham. is where uh, James is from. All right. Uh, so speaking of uh, people who've reached out via email, we got another one that just came through actually... I think it was about an hour before we started recording today. Okay. And this one's coming to us from Mexico. Okay. So we got England checking in. Feliz now, Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Uh, this is from Antonio Sotomayor. Um, and Antonio says, hello, Danny and Eric. I don't uh, know where to share this, but I think an email is the right place. Cool. I'm a Mexican fan of yours that was very stubborn to change the date uh, when the season starts. But since I found your podcast on autumn of last year, that changed. My love for Christmas is getting sooner than never, uh, sooner than ever uh, before because you convinced me to never hide your cheeriest and merriest side. I live at the border with Texas, so I listen to American radio stations, uh, and every year a local station shifts to Christmas music yes. 24-7. That used to be the sign to put, on, put out the decorations, but when you guys released the first episode of the third season, that became my most important sign that the holidays are coming. The official start of yeah, Christmas. We are the official start. Uh, Christmas in my family was always very important, uh, but since the pandemic, it became something truly special. I almost lost my father to COVID, and I know how fortunate I am because not many people had that recovery. That's why I'm always, I always try to make uh, Christmas special for my family because I don't know which one might be the last. Your podcast has helped a lot uh, for me to express my gratitude for my family and I really appreciate it. Um, Merry Christmas and happy holidays to all. P.S. Number one, uh, I know you guys like fun facts about the holidays. Did you know that until a few years ago, my country was very divided on who brings the presents on Christmas? The North, where I'm from, was all about Santa Claus, and the Center and South were all about baby Jesus and the three wise men. Mm. Didn't know that. Um, P.S. Number two, it's shocking to me that you have never talked about She and Him's Christmas album. It's a great one. Yeah, it's the band from Joey Deschanel, who we know, obviously, from Elf. Uh, and she's released two Christmas albums that sh that uh, Antonio can't recommend enough. Yes. She and him, do you know that band? I do, yeah. Yeah, they're so good. And yeah. their Christmas albums are very, very good. She has a great version of What Are You Doing New Year's? Oh, yeah. yeah, I think that is with George Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, really? That's definitely a YouTube video of them singing it. Okay. But she, I think she also has a solo version on her uh, she and him record sounds good um well if you want to send us an email wherever you're listening in the world please do so we are kringle at christmascountdownshow.com uh, or you can dm us on instagram we are at christmas countdown show on instagram tiktok threads we're also at xmas pod on the x uh, and you can watch full episodes on our youtube channel which is youtube.com slash countdown network yes and danny speaking yes. of the official start of christmas yeah um i have brought out all of the Christmas decorations. 
It has happened. Yes. Uh, my outdoor, I've not done the outside yet. Okay. I'm not sure when. I, I probably will wait till after Thanksgiving. Why? To do the outside. I'm shooketh. The inside is almost fully done. We have two trees up. Okay. Um, both fake. Both assume, of our fake yeah. trees. Or right? artificial. And then we'll get a third real tree at some point. Okay. Um, we have the my wife's full village has been oh, put out that's right she's super into so that she's got the villages out we've got um our whole santa corner which i've talked about is my favorite one of my favorite parts of our decorations yeah we just have collected these like you know foot tall or eight inch tall santas yeah. over the years um so we have that going uh we have a christmas tree in the kitchen this year which Whoa, i think is really fun that is fun um and so we have a few more indoor decorations to do because we felt we're both, you know, I'm going to be starting uh, rehearsals for, uh, what's, what show am I doing? Uh, Christmas, <laughs> Christmas Story. Christmas Story, yeah. uh, the musical, <laughs> uh, very soon, uh, tomorrow. And so I'm going to be very busy. My wife is producing two shows right now as well. So, like, it's it's going to be super, super busy. And so we were like, let's get this stuff up as soon as we can to enjoy it because our moments at home are going to be so few and far between this season. Right. Uh, we want to have it up as, as long as we can. I celebrate that. Yeah, yeah. Now, Enjoy with it. your wife's little village, does yeah. she get to like add? Does she like to add a little? Yeah, and usually, it? usually each year I try to get her one new building. And does she pick it out, or is it like a surprise thing from you? I or? usually pick it out. Oh, that's cool. You know, I guess I, I could. I mean, it's her village. You know, I right. could give her. You know, hey, is there one that you want this year? Uh, last year I gave her one that was really cute. It was a pizza shop that said Sophia's. Oh, and my daughter's name is Sophie. So like. That was cool. Like it just added this little Sophia's Pizza Shop. That's so. So cool. I I try to find something that has some kind of you know connection to her. You know she has like an opera house and a theater and stuff like that. So, Dude. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure what I'm gonna get her this year. You know what we need to find is like a little like radio studio. Ooh, that would be good. And then sitting inside of it, two little podcast hosts. It's podcast hosts with like our logo inside. That's so pretty Christmas good. Countdown show. I like that. That's, That's pretty cool. I don't know where you would get that, but uh, I'm sure should, you- we should talk to the Rothko guy. Say, I know you normally just blow into glass your, your little figurines, but can you make an entire building? Oh, uh, Radco. Radco, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> let's hit him up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'd be amazing if we could yeah. create our own custom ornaments. That would be amazing. Um, you know, I have I have joined the Christmas decoration train yes. with you. Uh, just last night, I much like you, I was like looking at the schedule for the next, it feels like the whole entire season. Yeah. And I'd said to my wife, and she was like, when are you going to put up the decorations? And I was like... Well, this weekend I got da da da. Next weekend I'm you know going to New York, and then I'm going into again in December. And I was like, before I knew it, it was like, if I don't do it right now, because when we were in Memphis with St. Jude, you know, it was like first week in November, and they had the lights up on all the trees, and I was like, wow, this feels like soon. Ready to go. But then, like when I looked at my own life, I was like, if I don't get on it right now, I'm going to be late to the party. So I decided, I think I did this last year and it was like a a tip that I'd given to people was to take one day to pull all the stuff out. Sure. So that way, because in the past, I would try to do it all on one day. Mm, Take it out and put it up. Exactly. And my back, like for the next week was like, forget about it. Um, But last night I went up, pulled all the stuff down. I organized it perfectly in the garage where like one half is all the indoor stuff. And then the other half is all the outdoor stuff. Nice. So I've got it all sectioned out and like my girls came out into the garage last night. They were actually in the middle of dinner and I pulled sort of like a classic dad move where you're like, probably shouldn't pull your kids away from the dinner table. But I was so excited. I was like, hey, kiddo, 
you want to come see all the Christmas stuff? And she's like, yes, I do. And she was like mid bite of like macaroni and cheese or whatever. And so she came out and she was like, I remember that. And I remember that. And she's like, where's my mermaid ornament? Like she remembered all the stuff. So, um, this week actually in two days, I'm going to do the whole exterior of the house and we're just, we're off to the races. It's here, man. I have a good tip that I've never done before, but it makes sense now. And I don't know why I haven't done this. So when I took out of our shed, all of the Christmas boxes, yeah, we have like three box. We've probably, I don't know, 20 boxes of Christmas stuff. We have okay. like three boxes of Thanksgiving, Halloween, fall type stuff. Yeah. And usually when I take those out, I put all the stuff in and then I put those into the back of the shed thinking like, well, let's get that out of the way. But then when it's fall next year, then you got to <laughs> take all the Christmas stuff back out. So now if you have a shed that you're keeping your stuff yeah. in, put the Halloween stuff right near the front. Oh yeah. So that then it's ready to go. So you don't have to dig through yeah, yeah. all, all yeah. the stuff. Yeah. I, I usually, I've I, all my stuff goes in the rafters in my garage. So like I have like a quadrant that's like all fall stuff, really, really small, yeah, yeah, yeah. small, small section. Sure. And then like the rest of it, like I, I took a photo of it all on my garage floor last night and I sent it to a couple of my buddies. Yeah. And my one buddy who I've known since elementary school, he goes, all of that stuff <laughs> is in your rafters. I was like, yeah, man. I mean, I'm like at critical mass. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I may need to start using a storage unit Oof. or buy a shed or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've crossed over into to display land. That's I think, good. Officially, That's so good. the season is here. The decorations are coming out. You know, Starbucks has got their holiday cups now. I have something to tell you about Starbucks. Wait, what? Oh my gosh, Lisa sent me a thing today. She was like, "Talk about this on the show." Okay, I want to. She see said, um, "So they used to have the gingerbread latte, right? But it went away." Well, I think a lot of people were up in arms. Yeah, they were very yeah. upset. But now, just recently, they have a new iced gingerbread oat milk chai. Ooh. And Lisa said that because now they have gingerbread on site, you can order a gingerbread latte again. It's not on the menu, but they are able to make it. So you got to like know how you to order it yeah, specifically. Secret order it. Okay. You know, secret menu order it. But um, yeah, people were all upset. But now it's... Uh, it's back. Now there's a way to make there's it happen again. Make it happen. Okay, good, good, good. Because we don't want people to be upset, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, I wanted to tell you about another thing that I just did over the weekend. Tell me. So, you know, the town where we record our show, every year the park district will put on a snow fest to sort of like kick off the holiday season. And so they bring in like I don't know, some sort of big machine that like blows snow everywhere and cool. they'll create these like sledding ramps essentially so they'll do like four sledding ramps and then they just do like a huge pile of snow and they have all these inflatables and so we took the kids uh to it and um riley had never been on a sled before sure and so i like you know took her up to one of the little you know i don't want to call it a lift because it's not it's like hay bales with snow on it and i was like okay sweetie and she's like no 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 no." i was like okay well daddy will do it with you i'll I'll get on with you now it was 80 degrees outside so like the snow was Kind of melted. And I was like, can I go? And he's like, yeah, you can go. So I get on the little disc thing with her and the guy goes, all right, one, two, three. And he pushes us and like three feet in, we just sink straight into the snow. (laughs) And we're just like, my wife caught the whole thing on film. And so then like, I was like, okay, that was anticlimactic. So I climbed off and I put Riley back on the disc and sent her sailing down. And my wife, (laughs) this video first, she's like, just alligator tears like yeah. pouring out of her she's like ah! she was not uh happy whatsoever but it was, it was a ton of fun and they uh had me read my book um nice. on stage at the, at the snow fest so it was like i was like all the things that feel like 
the signal of the holiday season yeah. uh, are happening. There's a tree lighting at the mall here in town this weekend. So it's just a lot, a lot of merry stuff. Uh, Do you know that there's, um, as we're talking about merry stuff, and this is not an ad for Sirius uh, Radio, but... That'll come next week. Yeah. They have 20 (laughs) holiday channels now. Yeah. 20. That's amazing. They have like a Christmas lo-fi channel. They have a Christmas sleep channel. They have lo-fi. Yeah. A whole channel of it. Oh my gosh. So we've talked about it a lot on the podcast, but now you can go to a whole channel that just plays continuously. Oh my gosh. Pretty cool. I've been listening to that Bing Crosby one that you told me about, and I'm just like... So good. Obsessed with it. So obsessed with it. Um, But you're you're sharing that news about Starbucks. It makes me think we should do some Christmas news. Christmas news. Let's do it. Yeah. We interrupt our program to bring you this... Christmas news. All right, folks, we do have a bit of Christmas news. I'll start off here. Mm-hmm. Um, Elf, the movie that we know and love, love obviously. So much, yep. Um, it's coming back to theaters. Dude. On uh, November 17th. Which is uh, tomorrow. Which is tomorrow. It will be in theaters. It doesn't say how long. I would assume through the holidays. Okay. Um, but uh, if you live here in America, maybe it's happening internationally. I'm not sure. But it's going to be uh, back in theaters, which is going to be fun. I'm going to try to see it in theaters again. It'd be funny if you went dressed as Buddy the Elf. Yeah, I could do that. You know, I've been looking at because uh, so we're training for this half marathon. Dan right, and I are both training right now. Yeah, there's like a 10k mid December uh, in my town, and it's like a Santa 10k. Oh, fun! And so I was gonna do it because it's kind of lines up right with where how far I should be running in my training. Right. Um, but I want to wear like something festive. Oh yeah. And so I was looking at trying to get maybe Chubby's has those uh Santa shorts, you know, that are kind of short. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. but they have the red and then the white fur. Like the buckle and all yeah, yeah. So I might get those. Um but I also have like a Buddy the Elf onesie that's like pajamas. So I could run in that. I'm just worried that I'll get really hot. Yeah, I feel like at the beginning it's gonna be nice because you'll be right. toasty. Yeah, but then once you hit like the half mile oh, mark, it it'll all be like sweaty and chafing. It'll be like, like that moment in Anchorman where he's like, "Milk was a bad idea." <laughs> Milk was a bad choice. I feel like you're gonna be like, "Onesie was a bad idea," <laughs> and then they're just gonna yeah. see you with like it tied around your waist coming yeah, across the finish line. Like, sir, no when did you come with us yeah. over here? Um, but you could maybe get like those um, those like compression pants, like some Look, red ones. Yeah, yeah, to match with. The shorts, yeah, and then yeah. just go with like a whole Santa look, or maybe there's like some candy cane striped ones. Yeah, I think I actually did there. order some of those. Oh, you did? I ordered some candy cane uh, compression socks because my oh, plantar fasciitis. Oh, that know. old, that old chestnut. Oh god, it's the worst. <laughs> it's just. The worst. <laughs> I might have to come run in that race with you. You know, yeah. if, if that feels I think like it's where like we should December. Be Fifteenth or something, like okay. 11, 15, something like that. So, or if there. you're doing it, send yeah, me I'll the info you know. and I'd I love to check it out. Yet, but when okay. I do, I will. Um, well, something that we can be listening to while we're training mm-hmm. uh, is this new Bing Crosby album that just came out. It's called Bing Crosby's Christmas Gems, hmm. and it does have some of the songs that we know and love. You know, that the Bing has uh, recorded over the years, but um, this was curated by his estate, and it brings together a remarkable arrangement of some of the holiday favorites we know, along with a collection of never-before-released tracks from Crosby's musical art archives. Mm. Um, so I've listened to it a couple times, and it it's it's really, really good. I love um, Quality is good, or does it sound kind of scratchy, wrecky? Uh, kind of? it's, a, it's a combo, which cool. I think we, I like we, that, yeah. we love that vibe. You know, that's why we love the lo-fi music um, so much, but it's got... Uh, 
just what I wanted for Christmas on there. It's got let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Um, it's it's really good. And I think the uh, the collaboration with David Bowie is on there as well. Um, so if you're a big Bing Crosby fan, which, you know, I think if you love Christmas, you love Christmas music, most people know Bing's voice. Unless you live in the UK, apparently, we're... We don't listen to the standards yeah. at all, which is wild, but um, definitely check it out. You can get it in vinyl um, or you can stream it um, wherever you get your, your music. It's called uh, Bing Crosby's Christmas Gems. Ooh, I like that. Very yeah. cool. Dropping gems. Yeah. Um, is it? Do we have any other news? I think that's, uh, that's, it. that's it for this. Should week. we do some memes and things? Let's do Just it. Just a couple? I'm in. Let's do it. Memes and things, memes and things. It's time for Eric's memes and things. <laughs> Very fun. It never gets old. <laughs> I, I always love that. Never gets um, old. All right, folks. Here's a couple of things. Now, this is a cool thing. I, I meant to post this or talk about this a couple of weeks ago because uh, they will have announced at this point. There is a... I don't know if it's a comp. I guess we'd call it a company because I think they do pop-up shops. Maybe they have an actual location. It's called Fork and Film. Ooh. Fork and Film. Uh, and they are based in Southern California here. And they do food but then they play a movie at Ooh. the same time and the food is all very inspired by the movie like they okay. would do a harry potter one but they have christmas movies that are going to be happening this season so oh if you gosh. go to fork and film uh on instagram you can see which movies they're doing uh and it's it looks very very cool so uh fork and film just wanted to give them and a that's little... just in socal or that's i think it's just in southern california okay um this is a great thing and we will post this on our uh instagram just as a reminder I have a friend named Carrie O'Malley who is a great actress, and uh, she posts every year because her name is O'Malley, which is O apostrophe M A L L E Y. Okay. And in light of that, she always posts the guide to pluralizing your name for holiday cards <laughs> because it drives her crazy when people use apostrophes yes, in the yes, wrong yes, place. Yes. So, just as a reminder, no apostrophes are needed. Ever. This is important. Stop using apostrophes. Please, we beg of you. Most families simply end with an S. If you're the Smith family, you're the Smiths. Right. No apostrophe S, just the Smiths. Johnsons, the Johnsons. Millers, the Millers. Last names ending in S, C-H, S-H, X, or Z get an E-S. Mm, okay. Okay? Um, so like the Walters becomes the W A L T E R. E-S. The Walters? Walters. The Lynches the, becomes uh, L-Y-N-C-H-E-S. Oh, got gotcha, you. The gotcha. Bushes. Oh, okay. The Bush family the, would be B-U-S-H-E-S, not just S. So you're adding an extra letter to their last name. Correct. I wouldn't have thought of doing that. That's if their last name ends in S-C-H-S-H-X or Z. Oh, wow. Okay. And then it says, when in doubt, simply stick with the blank family. That's what we do. Petersons just say the Peterson family. Yes. But no, the main thing is no apostrophes are needed (laughs) ever. You're not the Petersons owning the card. You're just the Petersons. Or the Petersons owning the Petersons. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Um, Okay. This is a fun thing. This is on Old Navy. There is a set of pajama pants uh, that say Christmas crew on them. Which is what? really cool because we always refer to our listeners as the Christmas crew. So if you're into, uh, want to get really on brand, you can check that out. Um, Funko Pops, we love Funko Pops. I don't know if you've seen this one at the Target lately, but they have Elvis in front of the Elvis Christmas album. 
It's all in like a glass case, which is really cool. Yes. Love that. I, I think I saw it on like hottopic.com or something recently. And I think I posted it in our private group and I was like, I need this. Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, this is just a joke. Nothing to do with Christmas, but it's just funny. Um, <laughs> me, I say I'm terrified of random letters. And the therapist says, you are? <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> Oh, that's really funny. I like that a <laughs> that's lot. It. That's the whole joke. I love um, okay, this is a great thing that I saw. This is, again, not necessarily Christmas, but I think it's in the spirit of the season. Um, I Somebody named Vala Afshar mm-hmm. uh, on Twitter said, I'm star- I started asking my 12-year-old son, who did you help today instead of how was school? Mm. So he now starts his stories with, I held the door for so-and-so. Mm. I helped a friend with math. I asked someone to sit with us at lunch. He now proactively shares how he was helpful at school. That's so and great. I was like, because it's all you parents out there, I'm sure know the frustration with your kids been gone at school all day long. You pick them up. You just want to hear about their day. And you're like, how was school? Fine. Yeah. What'd you do? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> like, what happened? What was, you know, and I've tried, I've read so many different parenting blogs about like, try to ask him, who'd you sit with at lunch? And that mm. might open them up a little bit more. What, what was a moment that you smiled or what was a moment that you were sad and trying to like mm. get more information. But I like this one of saying, who did you help today? I like that Because it also force, if you're going to ask them every day, they want to have something to tell you. So right. they're going to go through their day with sort of a helpful spirit, which I think was really cool. Now, why do you think that started? Because obviously you and I, when we were kids, when our parents would ask us that question, what would we say? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Like, when did that start? When did parents start realizing, like, I'd really actually like to know what's going on? But also, like, why did kids just... Oh, why do kids, kids not give like, answers? Nothing. Yeah. Do you think know. it's that... I was thinking about this recently, is that... When a kid is at school, you know, especially as they start like learning, right? Like their brains are getting taxed yeah. and maybe the last thing they want to go over it again is to go yeah. over it again. And they just want to be away from school yeah. and just be a kid, yeah. you know, and maybe yeah. that's what they're and not think about looking it. for from their, their parent is yeah. like to just give them a, a sort of a break yeah. from that sort of stuff. And especially when they, when you ask them right, when you pick them up, like they get in the car yeah. and they're just like, oh, I guess here would be a good way to maybe a, a metaphor for it. You go on vacation for a full week. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. You have a great time. But by the time you get home, you're exhausted. You walk in the door, you set down your bag, you sit on the couch and your wife's like, tell me everything about your trip. And you're like, I just need like 10 minutes to not do anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and maybe it's that kind of feeling. I, it's got to be similar to that. I would yeah. imagine it's like you just need a decompress yeah. moment of not having to be on high alert yeah. all the time. Um, okay, this is a. There are two new elf. There's a lot of elf things, accoutrement, Merch. Uh, brand uh, partnerships. Yeah, I know Hannah Anderson is doing one with Elf. Pottery Barn is doing one. Really, um, Crocs is doing one. You can get Elf Crocs now. Um, awesome. This was uh, dope underscore Don underscore Designs uh, made a pair of. Uh, Nike SBs, but like turned them into oh, dude, that's sick. Elf, which is really cool. That's really, really cool. Um, and then, but you can also get the crop Crocs, as I said. Um, Stance, do you ever wear Stance socks? No, they're a really good sock company. Okay. Um, but they have the Mariah Carey, um, like Christmas album cover. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Which is really fun as socks. Um, are they the ones that make like the custom ones? Because my wife for Christmas last year gave me 
two pairs of socks, one that had Emerson's face all over them and another one that had like Riley's face. You all might over be them. able to customize their socks okay. yeah, on their website. Okay. Um, <laughs> this was, I thought, fun. And this is since we were talking about the UK. Um, in the UK, they say, we call it autumn from the French word autumn and and Latin, the Latin autumnus. That's yes. why they call it autumn. But in the US, we call it fall because leaf fall down. <laughs> <laughs> I that, that is funny <laughs> like i was thinking about that recently like why do some Nobody of us default autumn. to yeah. autumn and yeah. some default to fall because technically it is autumn yeah autumn is the name right? of the season okay but we all call it fall. We, yeah um we've talked about this company before bobble bar oh yes um but they have this really cool you can get custom ornaments uh, that look like a candy cane and very bedazzled yeah. uh, and shiny. But then, I don't know if you can see it, Danny, but there you can get a person's name on the candy cane. Oh, wow. Like it's sort of like the candy cane is broken in half and you can see like the names. That's like, super cool. It's very cool from Bobble Bar. Nice. Um, okay, just like one more thing here. Um, okay, just a couple more. <laughs> okay, this is good. Uh, this is a meme from Introverted Struggle. Uh, and it says, trees during Christmas... And the trees are all lit up. You know, they look great. And then it said, the birds in their nests. <laughs> and <laughs> it's, a, it's a bunch of guys <laughs> who are just like, oh, the light is like so bright. So it's imagining these poor birds that live in these trees yeah. that we put lights They're all like over. To go to They're like, I can't go to sleep. The lights are all too bright. <laughs> Very funny. And Very now funny. with LED ones, yes. they're even brighter. Um. And let's do this one just because I heard it on the way in. Okay. Just a little shout out to uh, music artists. Uh, there is a uh, singer named Aubrey Logan, A U B R E Y Logan. Uh, she plays the trombone, but she also is a jazz singer and she scats. And she has a new Christmas album, but on it, there uh, her version of Sleigh Ride is so good. I'm gonna play just oh, play just it. a second. I want to hear it. Wow, that's incredible. She does. She plays the trombone. And she sings, and yep. she's also a scat singer. Yes, that does it. all of it. That is absolutely incredible. Okay, here we go. Just hear those sleigh bells tingling, ring, ding, tingling too. Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Outside, the snow is falling, and friends are calling. Yahoo! Come on, it's lovely weather for a sleigh ride together with you. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up. Very jazzy. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> it's so good, right? Yeah, that is so great. Aubrey Logan. Yeah. You know who her voice reminds me of is um, the woman in Pentatonix. Yeah, yeah. They're very similar. Kristen, I think, is her yeah. name. Like Their voices sound very, very yeah. similar. I don't think Kristen plays trombone. No, no, no. As far as I know. All right, so that's my memes and things. Uh, Chris, you got a game for us today? I sure do have a game. Let's go ahead and play it. Let's do it. Love it. <laughs> there it is. Oh. It's called the pricing game. Mm. For this one, I'll be yes. asked. I asked our good friends. Sorry, let's start over again. <laughs> this one, I asked our good friends in the show's private Facebook group to list toys that made the top of their Christmas list. Oh, fun. I'll give you two toys, and all you have to do is tell me which one was more expensive mm. at the time that it was released. Okay, I like this. Now, are we, it's like a jingle in first sort of situation? You can do a jingle in first if you want. Okay. okay. 
All right, I'll get my customary mug. You get your customary jingle bells. Here we go. Here's the first one. We have, or the first two, I suppose. We have Tickle Me Elmo or the Ghostbusters Proton Pack. Crackle, crackle. I think we think? should just both say what we think it is. Yeah, I guess you can. Okay. Yeah, because like, we're both like going to have a crackle. So right which one was most expensive? Most expensive. I'm going to go uh, the Proton Pack. Proton Pack, and the other one was Tickle Me Elmo. Tickle Me Elmo. Now, the Proton Pack would have come out earlier, so yeah. they would have been cheaper back then. Sure. So in 1988, but we're not accounting for inflation, but the prices obviously are a little bit cheaper back then. Sure. In the day. I mean, that sounds like a very involved toy. Yeah. So I think I think I you're think right. I had that. I toy. think your Proton Pack is right. I'm going to agree with that. Because that was the thing that you slide on the ground, and then you press the button, and it opens up, and that's what the ghost gets sucked into, right? I'm going to be a nerd right now and say that's not the thing. That's, that's, that's the a back, trap. It's the, the pro- backpack. <laughs> the backpack is okay. with a little, uh, with, with a gun that, sh- I think it shot like little Nerf pellets, like little. Like, okay. Oh, that's got to be at least 40 bucks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I'm going, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to agree with you. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to agree. Yep. The Ghostbusters pack came out in 1988, retailed at $21.99. Tickle oh, Me Elmo came out in 1996 and retailed for $28.99. Dang, Dang. All right. See, that's why was the time difference. I was like, mm, you know, yeah. Things just go up in price. All right. Dang it. I remember I remember Tickle Me Elmo being the first, like, you can't find it. It's sold out everywhere kind right. of toy. Where it was like everybody wanted it. It was we were too old for it, but I remember that time of like it was on the news all the oh, time. Yeah. Like you couldn't find a Tickle Me Elmo. That was yeah. my sister wanted one. Yeah. And I don't know if they were able to get her one. I'll have to ask Probably my mom not. about that. Yeah. My name Elmo. You do a great Elmo, right? I can do Elmo real good. Real, real good. All right, what's yeah. the next question, Chris? I'll do Cookie Monster. <laughs> <laughs> what's next? The next one is the Talkboy Deluxe. And if you don't know, the Talkboy Deluxe is the Talkboy that has the option of slowing the audio down. Okay. Or the My Buddy doll. Oh, I love my buddy. My buddy. Wherever huh? I go, he's going to go, my buddy. And then there was Kid Sister. Kid Sister. Oh, so I loved My Buddy. Oh, and I love. Okay, oh. my buddy's definitely earlier. That's early '80s. I, I feel like it's got to be the Talkboy. And Talkboy's electronic. Let's go Talkboy. Yeah, that's got to be at least I think, twenty-five, thirty bucks. Yeah, right? Talkboy. The Talkboy Deluxe came out in nineteen ninety-three, and it retailed at nine. Uh, sorry, at twenty-nine ninety-nine. Ooh. My buddy came out in nineteen eighty-six and retailed for twenty-five dollars. Hey, so that's correct. All right, Ooh. all right, that's good. This is Peter McAllister, the father. <laughs> I'd like a room, please. I do that for my kids, and they tell me to stop. But they're not here right now. <laughs> so let it rip. So now Eric knows, tells me to stop. <laughs> the next one we have is the iPod Mini. Oh. Or the PlayStation 1. Oh. oh okay, this is hard. This is a hard one. I just found an iPod Mini in a drawer the other day. Is iPod Mini the one that was, like, literally this big? That was the clip. The, that, that's work. There was a clip. No, there was. it was the one that was, like, about that big. And it had oh, okay. like a little thing it clipped into yeah, that you could okay, like put yeah, over yeah. your like yep, okay, belt or whatever. That. Okay. Um, oh. Or a PlayStation One. PlayStation yes. One was probably ninety nine ninety nine. I would guess when it came out. But I bet that an iPod was more than that. I, I think it was, it was like, like one fifty. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. One forty nine ninety nine. Let's go iPod. iPod Mini. Yeah. The iPod Mini came out in two thousand four and retailed for two hundred and forty nine dollars. The PlayStation One came out in nineteen ninety five and retailed for two hundred ninety nine dollars. Oh. <laughs> Wow, it was that expensive Dang. when it first came out? Yeah. In the nineties, you said? That's that's a lot of money in the nineties. Well now it like sure I'm was. thinking back to like I think my godfather gave us one. Now I'm like He rich. He rich, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna call him for my Broadway show. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Next one we have is the pet rock or the etch a sketch. Oh, oh, that's good. That's good. Did um, you ever have a pet rock? Nah, that was Man, like a seventies thing. My dad yeah. definitely had one because he would talk about it. Um, etch a sketch, what like ten bucks, fifteen bucks? You think? Yeah, pet rock, seven bucks, seven eight bucks. I think. Let's go etch a sketch. Etch a sketch. The etch a sketch came out in nineteen sixty and retail for two dollars and ninety nine cents. Oh, the pet rock came out in nineteen seventy five and retailed for a remarkable three dollars and ninety five cents. Dang it! These are hard. Etch a sketch was so cheap. I know it's more expensive now. Yeah. Than it was back then. Oh my god! And it's an old toy. That's crazy. Wow. Because the right. price to produce it probably hasn't gone up that no. dramatically, right? It's a bunch of like metal shavings. I'm gonna get a time machine. I'm gonna go back and buy a bunch of etch a sketches. <laughs> sell them now. <laughs> yeah. Come down and sell for ten bucks. That's right. <laughs> of all the things you could do with a time machine. Yeah. <laughs> well, first you're, you're gonna get a bunch of etch a sketches. <laughs> I'm gonna get that gambling almanac, and then I'm gonna get a bunch yeah. of etch a sketches. Now oh, you're on the right God. track. <laughs> Next up, we have the Tamagotchi, which we talked about in the last episode, came out in 1996, or the Easy Bake Oven. Mm. Oh, Tamagotchi is what, like 15, 20 bucks? Feel, that feels right. And an Easy Bake Oven is probably like 25, like, 30. Yeah, I go Easy Bake. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Yep. Easy Bake. Easy Bake Oven came out in 1963 and retailed for 15.95. Oh, Tamagotchi came out, like I said, 1996 and retailed for $18. Oh my so gosh. These are close. We really got to account for the time. Yeah. But I didn't yeah. think that Easy Bake Oven would be in the 60s. Yeah. It, I could I, believe the 80s, maybe even the 70s, but 60s. Wow. I feel like we had one in my house growing up that looked like it came out in the 60s. Like it had the old box with like the masking tape around it sort of <laughs> yeah. situation. Yeah. And like you just put a light bulb in it and it yep. still worked. Man, this is a tough one. You have four more. Here we go. Uh, this okay. one is He-Man or Barbie. Just the oh. action figure. Just the action figure. I figures. think it's He-Man. He-Man. Because Barbie came out in like the, was it the 50s for the first time? Yeah. yeah. I should know this considering I went to Barbie school for <laughs> for the show I worked on. Yeah. He-Man. He-Man. He-Man came out in 1983 and retailed for $4.99. Yes. Barbie came out in 1959 and retailed for $3. Yes. Boom. I definitely got the He-Man, uh, was it called Castle Grayskull? Yeah. yeah. In the 80s, that was like one of my best gifts that I ever got. And then there was uh, Skeletor. Skeletor. I still have my Skeletor. Yeah. And they, there were versions that had squishy heads, and then I feel like yep. versions that didn't have squishy heads. Do you ever have the guy that, like, he had springs for his legs, and then you could spin his head around? Do you know what I'm talking about, Chris? Absolutely. He had, yeah, like, different faces, but he would, he looked, he was very short and stout, but he would, like, jump up in the what air. What was his name? I don't remember his Eight name. Eight face or something? A name up for him. Okay. Yeah. All right. But the guy who, like, had the red cloak, was he from um, uh, uh, Thundercats? Or the Orco, yeah, 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 the floating Orco, yeah. yeah was yeah. he from Thundercats or He Man? That was he was from He Man. He-Man. Oh, he was from He Man. Yeah. I have an Orco He-Man. somewhere. Like it had this like metal pin that sticks out of the bottom, and you put like a zip tie through. Oh yeah, and pull and it. Then it goes, and he goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, those toys. I also had Skunk Or that like smelled really bad. Moss Man that was made of. I had to return Skunk Or because it gave me a headache. Yeah, it was bad smelling. It was like truly terrible smelling. Yeah, that's amazing. Skunk or. They brought back those smelling toys. Have you seen those? No. My daughter, for her birthday, just, I'd never heard of these. And I don't know what they were called, but they like look like little squirrels. Mm-hmm. And there's like 10 different scents. One's like buttered popcorn. Another one's like, so it's like penny popcorn and, and Cali caramel or whatever. And you open them up and they they smell. That's cool. S- it's a little too much. Okay. Yeah. It's a little, and they're like all furry and stuff. I was like, this just feels a little too. Yeah. I don't know. 
Do it. I don't know. We don't. We don't. We donated them. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got, Chris? Moving on, we have Cabbage Patch Kid or Furby. Oh, Ooh. Furby. I feel confident with that one. <sighs> I'm gonna split you on this one. Really? Just to just to just see, to see what, what happens. Can, yeah. Okay. I'll go Cabbage Patch. Cabbage Patch Kid came out in 1982 and retailed for $25. The Whoa. Furby came out in 1998 and retailed for $35. Ooh. Those Furbies were kind of creepy. Yeah, yeah. When they first and like people who had Furbies were like really yeah. into Furbies. What's the movie? Is it one of the Toy Stories where the Furby like comes to life and it's huge and it's like taking over the mall? Does anybody know what I'm talking about? I don't think it's a Toy Story one. There's definitely some movie where someone's in a mall and a Furby comes to life and becomes like 30 feet tall and is like was it maybe crashing Toy Soldiers or something like that? No, it's something new. It's something newer. newer. Okay. If you if anybody who's listening knows what I'm talking about, just remind me. I'm 100% sure that I've seen this. I just can't remember. Or shoot us a DM or something like that. Let yeah, us know, yeah. listeners. Yeah. Next one we have Mr. Potato Head or the Rubik's Cube. Ooh. These are hard, Chris. That feels like similar. Well, Rubik's Cube was what, like late 70s, early 80s, do you think? I think maybe even earlier 60s. Really? 60s, 70s. And Potato Head was what, like 50s? Probably 50s, yeah. Or 60s. But there's so much more to Potato Head. I, I'm i just going to go Rubik's Cube. All right. Yeah, we'll go Rubik's Cube. Rubik's Cube came out in 1980 and retailed for oh. $1.99. Mr. Potato Head came out in 1952 and famously did not include a potato. <laughs> and that one retailed for $0.98. Cents. So you got hey, yeah. So, you, so back in the day, it was just like the eyeballs, the arms, and you'd stick it onto your own potato. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, that's fun. I, I didn't like know that, that didn't fun know that fact. Either. That's a good, good. Well, I guess when you factor in having to buy the potato, it might be more expensive sure. than a Rubik's cube. But that cube. was not the question. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the very last one. We have the Razor Scooter or Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, oh Teddy Ruxpin is my friend. Did you? Oh, so you never I had one. Them, and but... there was Grubby. Yeah. And you could like connect them with the yeah. cord and they would sing back and forth to each other. Yeah, my friends all had them. I remember looking at them and being like, wow, that's, that's so cool. really cool. I wish I had one of those. Um, uh, Razor scooters, probably like 60 bucks. When it first came out, yeah, those were expensive. 50, 60 bucks. And Teddy, Teddy was probably like 30 bucks. Yeah, let's go Razor. I, I think you're right. Razor scooter. Razor scooter came out in the year 2000 and cost $120. <sighs> and Teddy Ruxman came out in 1985 and cost 70 so Whoa. We nailed it, but also $70. $70.85. That's an expensive gift. Yeah. I liked Teddy Ruxpin a lot. Yeah. I wish he would come back. I had my buddy. And do you remember there was like a a monster that would like break out of its jail cell? And it came with these orange cuffs that like you could put on the monster. But then you, me and my brother would always wear them. And they would they were like breakaway cuffs. Yeah, yeah. And we'd go, ah, ah, like break away the cuffs. <laughs> like it was, we were so strong. Do you know what I'm talking about? Chris? Yeah, it was called, I think it was called My Little Monster. My maybe? Little Monster or something oh, like that. Yeah, I don't remember that. That was a good one. I'm going to show you a picture. That's so fun. Now like, I'm racking my brain to think about like what the toys were when I was a kid that I really, really wanted. I know Ninja Turtles was like really big for me like in the you know early 90s. I wanted like the van, yeah, um, which was really cool. It had like a rubber band thing so like you could release it and like the door would like fly open, which nice. was really cool. Yeah. I was really into like Micro Machines Loved for them. a while. You know, if it doesn't say micro machines, it's not the real thing. You know, um, I had it's the plane. A, it's called My Pet Monster. If you're looking at it. Yep. My Pet this Monster. Oh yeah. Do you remember that? Yes. For yes, yes, yes. 
Isn't it funny when you like you, in your mind you can't picture it? Yeah, but, but then, then once, once you see, see the picture, boom, like all the I memories all come the back. Commercials. I remember all the things. Um, My pet monster. Yeah, that's that's why I have the cuffs, dude. That's so cool. <laughs> that's why I'm such a huge like proponent of like showing the various like catalogs to, to my kids. Cause yeah, yeah. like those are such cherished memories of like seeing the commercials, seeing the Toys R Us guide and being like, that thing looks so cool. I want that. Yeah. Um, that was a great game. Chris. Very good. Thank game, you Chris. very I much. Like I like love it. it. Love I like it. Love it. it. And thanks to all the Thank fans you. who uh, chimed in with yes. their, their favorite you. toys yeah, from their, their childhood. Thank you so much to everyone that helped out. Love it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, all right, let's get to the countdown, yeah? Let's do it. Timpani. All righty, folks. Top 10 Christmas desserts. As a reminder, my number 10 through 6 was candy canes, pudding slash mousse, gingerbread house with candy, white fudge covered Oreos, and hot apple cider slash hot chocolate. Yes. All right, my number 5 probably should be my number like 2. I don't know why I put it. <laughs> you can move it right now. I could want to get it, spicy, but I am going to move it. I'm going to move it to two. I'm going to put my number two down to five <laughs> and you'll know when we get to two. That's a good tease too. Yeah. Um, all right. My number five now is going to be peppermint bark. Ooh, I love peppermint bark. That's good. I like it when it's uh, like Giardelli's peppermint bark, which is very thin. So it's easy to eat. I also kind of love the real thick peppermint bark that you got to like, drop onto the counter, hit it with a hammer a couple of times to break it into the little pieces. Right. I love homemade peppermint bark. I like it when it's in a tin. I like it at a store. I like it at a little like Christmas village. Anywhere I can get peppermint bark, I'm in for it. Mm. I like to put it in my hot chocolate. I like to eat it plain. I like to put it as a dessert. It's so good. What what is like the main item? Usually chocolate. Yeah, chocolate or fudge. Okay. And then like a layer of peppermint crumbles sort of mixed into yeah. it or like when the, i guess when the fudge is sort of soft you'd like yeah, yeah. push kind of it in push so it gets it. in yeah. there yeah because i always think of like the white peppermint yeah, yeah. bark and i've always wondered is that white chocolate is that fudge so. okay i think it's white chocolate yeah such a great choice yeah love, love peppermint bark so so good, it's good um all right so recapping my 10 through 6 at number 10 i had honey roasted nuts uh, such as pecans and cashews number nine uh santa's trash cookies number eight uh nice cup of thick hot chocolate uh number seven pumpkin cream pie uh, number six coffee cake number five i'm gonna go with something that really i think i've become a bigger fan of as i've gotten older and that's going to be fresh warm gingerbread cookies i don't know what has happened but as i've gotten older like the flavor of gingerbread i've really really started to appreciate in a whole new way i think when i was younger it just felt a little too bitter sure for me but like you know our palates are always changing as as we get older and i like i'm not thinking about like you know we talked about this in in part one is like the the gingerbread on like a gingerbread house i'm thinking of like a nice thick gingerbread cookie 
that's like warm out of the oven, that's got a little bit of the crisp on the outside, mm-hmm. but is warm and soft, soft on the on inside. The inside. Oh. Um, I also saw while I was researching, uh, you know, desserts for this, somebody had uh, had a recipe for gingerbread thumbprint cookies, you know, like thumbprint cookies where you like, you put something in the middle. Mm-hmm. And oh, like a little chocolate. You do a chocolate, or you, whatever you want. Theirs was uh, with dolce de leche mm. in the middle. And I was like, oh my gosh, that sounds so, so good, but I can only pick one. So I'm going to go with fresh gingerbread cookies. Could be gingerbread man, could be brown. Doesn't matter to me. It's got to be fresh, warm, and soft in the middle. I love that. There, I don't know that there's anything better than a cookie that is hard on the outside and soft in the middle. And the way that it just like breaks apart is just so good. It's that combination of textures. And I swear they taste different. Yeah, they definitely do. Like, what is it about like molecular composition that makes something taste different? Yeah. Like cold pizza tastes different than hot pizza. Yeah. And fresh hot pizza tastes different than reheated. Have you ever also noticed that water tastes better at night than during the day? Especially in the middle of the night. Like middle of the night when you need just that like... Well, you're so thirsty. So thirsty. And you like go in the bathroom and you like turn on the faucet and you just put your face underneath and you're like, why don't I drink more water? This is the most (laughs) scrumptious thing I've ever had in my life. Yeah. that every time I'm like, I should only be drinking water. This is so good. (laughs) What does this tell me? Yeah. My most pure state, water is the best. Oh my gosh. That's Uh, that's so good. That's really funny. I've never thought about it. Um, And uh, apologies if you could hear my stomach growling during Danny's segment there. It was... It it was was the gingerbread cookie talk. It was very grumbly. It It was was like, like, I agree with that selection. Give me some now. Um, All right. My number four is going to be... I love these. And I, I tried to get some of these today, but I couldn't find them at the store. Okay. Uh, at least at the Vaughn's near here. Um, is going to be Little Debbie Christmas Tree Cakes. I've never had them. Oh. Never had them. They are so good. They taste kind of like a ho-ho. Right. If you will. Um, they're just so good. They even come, you can get now, uh, you can get Christmas uh, Little Debbie Christmas Tree Cake Ice Cream. That's right. Which has cake chunks and green sprinkles. Uh, it's it's so good. I just love those. They come in a box usually. It's it's like the perfect cuz again, I'm not a cake guy, but this there's something about the frosting on the outside and especially if they're cold, that is mm. like a really really good little treat. That sounds delicious. Very sweet. Uh, Little Debbie Christmas tree cakes. I feel like I've got to try those this season. Yeah, yeah. We'll I, find them. I've never tried them. Um, I realized something in this moment as you were just talking about how they're really sweet. I have not said once this episode my token line. That's true. And I'm going to see if I can get through this whole episode without see. saying uh, it. Now that I've thought about it, I, sure, I feel like I've doomed myself. Yeah. Now it's coming. Um, now, this next item is something that I grew up knowing is like a treat around the holiday season because my. I guess the best way to describe her is my ex stepmom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how best, how better to say it than that. Sure, yeah. Um, but she was always really into baking at the holiday season. I'm sure she still is. And she would make date bars and all this other stuff. But the treat that she would make that I loved the most was shortbread cookies. And not like the thin sort of wafery ones, which are good. Like yeah. I love, you know, you can get them anywhere. Like there's a great Scottish company that makes like thin uh, shortbread wafers. I'm talking about the ones that are like, like double thick. Mm-hmm. And they they sort of like fall apart as you like bite into them. Yeah. And they don't really need to have anything on the top. I think she would do like like the double like cross like fork print sure, thing yeah. and like do some sprinkles on the top. Yeah. But the ingredients are super simple. In fact, it is uh, the lyrics to a musical. Sugar, butter, flour. There you go. Don't let me down. That's right. That's it. Um, and, and to me... 
flower. It's yeah. When I looked that up, I was like, how am I going to bring that up on the show? I was yeah. like, I, I want to be silly about it, but then I couldn't think of anything. So I was like, I'll just say <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, I just, I love the softness of the shortbread. And I think when you do them super thick, I don't know if it's something about the baking process, but I feel like you can't make them crispy all the way through. Inevitably, you have that soft. It almost can come across chalky, but like it's not. Yeah. It's really, really good. So I'm just going to go with a basic, nice and thick shortbread cookie. And those are the ones that have like the sugar crystals on top, right? Yes. A lot of times. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You do I like do the fruit, fruit with the fork yeah. and then you do like some, maybe a little red, maybe a little green. Those are really good. Throw them into a Tupperware container. I do love Boom. Those. Gifts for for teachers that's good so good. yeah they are good they are definitely a teacher gift kind oh 100 percent. yeah um all right my number three yes it's gonna be chocolate chip cookies the old classic good old-fashioned chocolate chip cookies yeah now is they are they a holiday dessert yes could they be a dessert any time of the year yes but we're gonna think about them at the holidays yes and i love a homemade chocolate chip cookie mm. I love a homemade pre-cut, uh, you know, Toll House when they get, you know, you can buy oh, the, the little squares where you they're just already pre-cut, yep. you know. Those usually never make it to the oven. Those They go straight into go that. right into the mouth. Yep. <laughs> um, but I loved when my mom would make chocolate chip cookies at the holidays and yeah. let me lick the batter and stuff like that. I just, oh, I love it. But I also am thinking about Mrs. Field's chocolate chip cookies. Ooh. So I may have talked about this on the podcast at some point in the last three years, but my first job was at Auntie Anne's Pretzels. Right. And we were in the mall and we were right next to a Mrs. Field's cookies. Okay. Like right next to each other. And so, and all teenage kids working there all the time, right? Right. And so when it was the end of the day... We would cook like 50 extra pretzels like 10 <laughs> minutes before we closed, and they would make like 50 extra cookies right before they closed. Right. And then we go, Oh man, we didn't sell these pretzels. Guess we got to give them away. And then so we would trade with Mrs. Fields, and they would be like, Yeah, we didn't sell these cookies. And so they give us a big bag of cookies. Oh, that's so I used to come home from work with either an enormous bag of pretzels, yeah, or a lot of times of an enormous bag of Mrs. Fields mm. freshly cooked chocolate chip cookies mm. and they have that kind of just soft pull it apart the chocolate kind of stretches out it's oh. the stuff that dreams are made of so good where like the chocolate is just melting ever so slightly like it's not like just dripping everywhere right. but it's just got the straight almost like a good like cheese pull cheese as we pull. say in like the food you know yeah. tv world it's like you lift it up and the cheese yeah. is pulling away it's the same thing with that chocolate yeah. oh so good chocolate chip cookies number three. i feels like you know I mean, we've asked Santa J. Claus before. I know he's answered, you know, what's his favorite kind of cookie? He always says the yummy the good, ones. Yeah, the good ones. But I feel like chocolate chip just feels like maybe that's the way to go. Santa's favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, great selection. All right. Number three for me is going to be an item I know I've talked about on the show before, and that's going to be Reese's Peanut Butter Trees. Mm, those are good. I can't They're believe I didn't best. put those on the list. They are legitimately the best. Oh, those are really good. I think Do you think I, they're better than eggs? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I think so because I tie them to Christmas. Sure. And I feel like now because it's sort of become like a thing, you can go to like Lowe's or any store really, and they've got like massive ones that weigh like five oh, yeah, yeah. pounds. Didn't we see that last year? You and I were out shopping, I think at Lowe's, and they had one that weighed like five pounds. Yeah. Didn't and we I, get it and we ate? We did. Yeah. yeah. And it was so much peanut butter. So much peanut butter. But it's not like peanut butter in the traditional sense there's something granular yeah yeah in it that makes their peanut butter so good and at the holiday season when you're eating those trees it feels like the chocolate is very thin 
But then inside of that is just that fluffy, yeah. granular, delicious peanut butter that you just can't go wrong with. And I think I talked about when we did like our stocking stuffers, I yeah. think that's when I first listed it. But I mean, I'm not a big s- sweets guy. I had Dude, to. You I had to. I can't. He tried so hard. I'm not folks, a big sweets guy, but I will be a sweets guy for some Reese's uh, peanut butter trees. And I feel like every year my mom will always text me, be like, "What do you want in your stocking this year?" Do you text back? Not a big sweets guy, but I probably write. I mean, I, you guys know that I'm not a. <laughs> but uh, I'll always ask for protein bars, but I always ask for peanut butter ones because I feel like I'm trying to get that Reese's peanut butter tree vibe. And I think in the back of my mind, and my heart's like, "Come on." Just ask for like six peanut butter trees. Just, just do it. And so I think I'm gonna do it this year. I like it. Yeah, it's my Santa brings you. It's so good. That's my number three. I like that. Um, all right, my number two. This is was my number five. It got bumped up to number two. Yeah. These are so good. So, so good. I I probably have talked about these before. Okay. I think. I don't know. These are a chocolate. Okay. That come from a chocolatier company in Chicago. Okay. Called Fannie Mae Chocolates. Okay. Which you can order on Amazon. Mint oh, Meltaways. That's right. Woo! <laughs> I love Mint Meltaways. Yes. Um, did I buy you? Buy, have you tried them? I think we did when, talk about when you them. first talked about them. I think it's when we were doing the show virtually, garages, season yeah. one, and so yeah. we weren't. We never saw each other the yeah. entire first season. We're gonna order some from Amazon. Let's and do we'll it. Bring them in. They okay. so they come in green and brown. In the whole assortment, they're perfect when you put them in the fridge. Okay. A little bit, a little cold. Oh my god! It's just the as I talked about. I love mint. I love the mint chocolate flavor combination, and these are so so good. And back in the day, I've not seen this since I was a child. But if I could still see it, I'd put it number one on this list. Okay. But I felt like I couldn't put it because I don't think it's available anymore. Right. But we used to have Market Day. Would you have Market Day? I don't know. It was like a thing. It was like a company that they would send home a basically a bunch of grocery store items. And then you would order them on a sheet. You'd bring it in, you'd turn it in. And then like two weeks later, you'd come to the school and it would be like frozen foods and produce and all the stuff that you would get at the grocery store. But I think the idea was. Because it was going through the school, like the school got a cut. Okay. So it was like a way of doing your grocery shopping, but giving money to your school at the same time. Okay. Anyways, it was called Market Day. And on in Market Day, they had a Fannie Mae Mint Meltaway cake Ooh. that were individually wrapped in gold tinfoil, but yay big, chocolate cake slices that were like perfectly made with Mint Meltaways. Oh it was God. so stinking good sounds incredible i think we had it maybe one year and i still remember it like <laughs> to this day is one of the greatest things i've ever tasted so number two for me has got to be <sighs> fanny mae's mint meltaways and you can get them on amazon okay order or maybe we'll put a link for those like yeah, yeah. in in the episode description great so people idea. can find them if they never yeah. tried them before and and you i gotta order them so, oh, we, so i can finally so try them so good all right number two which i think Maybe you're number one. So I'll just be really quick about it. Well, we'll see. We'll but see. I feel pretty good. Sure. Sugar cookies. <laughs> I mean, you can't go wrong with a sugar cookie. And they really just feel like the ultimate holiday treat. It's one of those things like I feel like we kind of maybe see them throughout the year. But at the holiday season, that's when sugar cookie like takes yes. center stage. Yeah. I was about to say takes the cake, but then that didn't 
feel like he was accurate because it metaphors, takes the cookie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're so delicious. I, I, I've seen various recipes where people will make like, um, they'll dye like half the batter red mm-hmm. and then the rest like the normal sort of batter color and then they'll wrap them around That's and you smart. make, you know, like the candy cane ones. Um, I just feel like a sugar cookie, it's a classic. You can mix in stuff with it if you want. You can just eat it as a plain sugar cookie. Uh, it's great to have on a platter at a party. It's a great gift to give somebody. Um, and I don't know, something about a sugar cookie, maybe because it doesn't have chocolate or anything else in it. It just feels like I'm not being too bad. Yeah. When I have a sugar, yeah. like I feel like I'm being a little bad. I'm yeah. being a little naughty when yeah. I have one. But not too bad. Yeah, for someone who's not a big sweets person, you know, it's just like, um, you know. <laughs> he got it in again, folks. He got to. it in again. Anyway, I, I'm sure you have plenty to say sure. about sugar cookies. So that's my, my number two. I like it. Strong choice. Uh, and, and you are correct. It is my number one <laughs> choice is sugar cookies, but specifically with cinnamon imperials. Oh. Okay. Picture this, folks. You're looking at a plate of sugar cookies, Mm -hmm. and there's maybe a Christmas tree. It's got maybe some white frosting on it, but Mm. then some green frosting where the greenery would be. Mm -hmm. And then from bottom to top, every single square millimeter of this cookie is covered with cinnamon imperials. All over? All over. I'm talking every single... (laughs) You can barely even see the frosting anymore because there are so many cinnamon imperials. Oh, my gosh. That sounds like the greatest cookie that I could ever eat in my life. You would go that big? Absolutely. Oh, Oh, absolutely. If I could cover every single inch of a cookie with with, where every bite that I took had like four or five cinnamon imperials in it, would be... Have you ordered your cinnamon imperials for this Not year? Not yet. I need to. Because Remember, we you ran into like a little issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know what? As soon as we finish, I'm going to order them on Amazon. Do it. You'll get some uh, the mint meltaways. Yes, and, and some cinnamon, cinnamon imperials. imperials. Yeah. Oh my gosh! You have ordered them to come here because okay. I feel like I haven't had one in a oh, while I because will. it's a different cinnamon experience. It is. It's spicy. It's spicy. It's it's closer to like a red hot. Yes. But not quite as spicy, but yeah. very close. Yeah. I think the reason I didn't like them as a kid is like I have very deep teeth. Mm-hmm. And those are the like that type yeah, of like get stuck uh, in there. consistency gets like stuck in my teeth. Yeah, yeah. A lot. Yeah. And maybe. But I, I just love the experience of making cookies, sugar cookies with the kids. Yeah. Picking out which ones you're going to leave for Santa, which ones you're going to keep for yourself. <laughs> are you designing the cookies for yourself or for the way that other mm. people in your family like them? You know, like I always, it warms my heart so much when my kids will be like, Daddy, I made this one for you. And they put oh. a bunch of cinnamon imperials on there because they know that I like yeah. that. And that might not be one, one that they would want to eat, but like it just warms my heart to see them like thinking of others, especially at the holiday season. So for me, number one, sugar cookies with cinnamon imperials. Do you like a, a thin sugar cookie, or do you like it to be a little bit more robust, a little thicker? Uh, I like, you know, probably about a half inch. Okay. Thick. Yeah, so it gets a little bit of the softness yeah, yeah, a in little the middle. Bit, yeah, Sometimes you get those sugar cookies that are a little bit real thin, thinner, and no, it's more no. like a wafer. Yeah, yeah, don't like that. Make thick cookies. Yeah. I think that's really the takeaway from this count. Yeah, always thick cookies, always thick peanut butter, yeah. thick Oreos, all the things thick. Anyway, we have reached the end of this countdown before I share my number one. Did want to remind you guys, if you haven't already done so, please make sure you follow us on social media. We are at Christmas Countdown Show on Instagram, TikTok, Threads. You're at Xmas Pod on The X. Uh, you can watch this episode and all the others uh, on YouTube.com slash Countdown Network. Uh, and if you're loving what you're hearing, please make sure to rate and review, tell your friends, share it out on social media, and make sure to smash that subscribe button so you don't please miss do. a single episode. And if you want even more, 
We got a Patreon. Patreon. You can join the Patreon, get bonus episodes, or just become a paid subscriber on Spotify or Apple, and boom. I think there's already 13 episodes waiting for you to to start consuming, much like these desserts. Um, All right, number one, this is coming full circle Mm. here. At the end of part two, I talked about coffee cake, right? Mm -hmm. And this thing that my mom had said to me recently about cinnamon makes memories. Cinnamon is memories, and then I came up with cinnamon memories um so my number one i'm gonna go cinnamon rolls Mm. you know and every christmas morning that i can remember from my childhood even through like my 20s when i would come back home you know from wherever i was living my mom would make this i think it's pillsbury uh they have like a cinnamon roll kit and she would do this like round sort of like ceramic thing that she would cook them in or a pan and you know, the icing's on the side and you warm it up in the microwave and you do the warm icing. And that was like always our Christmas breakfast. And I asked my mom, um, I was like, why did you do cinnamon rolls? (laughs) And her reasoning was one, obviously the cinnamon connection. Um, but she says, I just thought it would be smarter than you kids just eating all the chocolate out of your stocking. So I wanted you to have some sort of like, you know, nutritional value of some sort. Um, and I love that, you know, that the tradition is carried over because, my wife will make fresh, like she makes all the dough for the cinnamon rolls. And every year now, you know, whether it's just us at home or my folks come over or my siblings, we do a Christmas breakfast and cinnamon rolls are always a part of it. And it's so wild, like looking back on my life and thinking about how cinnamon has just been at the core of so much. And I don't know, I love cinnamon rolls, but you know, I've gone to like donut shops or whatever and had cinnamon rolls there, but nothing compares to that homemade, whether it's my mom doing it or now my wife doing it. Um, it's just, uh, I love, 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 love those, those traditions, you know, from, um, from childhood. Yeah. Lisa does cinnamon rolls too. And really? it was something that her family always did on Christmas morning. And so usually when we get up, we will walk out, we'll see what Santa brought. Yeah. Then the next thing before we even do stockings or anything is Lisa goes to put the cinnamon rolls in. Okay. So everybody knows like, you see what you got? Now, chill. We got to get the cinnamon rolls in the oven. Um, and again, it's not a thing that I go towards, but I definitely like it when I try it. Yeah. And it, it, you're right. It totally has that kind of like, it's like a Carpenter's music album. Mm. That's what cinnamon rolls are. Yeah. yeah cinnamon rolls are the Carpenter's, Carpenter's Christmas album of, of food. Of the food world. Yeah. Of the Christmas food <laughs> exactly. world. I was trying to figure exactly. out how to get there. Where but we uh, yeah, I agree 100%. Um, all right, folks. That's going to do it for us for this episode of the Christmas Countdown Show. Thank you so much, as always, for checking us out. Please uh, rate and review, follow, subscribe, tell your friends about the show. Um, that was episode 10, so we're halfway through. Halfway oh, my there. gosh. Episode 11 will be coming next week. Uh, thank you for checking us out, and we're going to close it out how we always do, by saying, with complete full hearts yes merry christmas and happy holidays we will see you on the next one bye-bye everybody see ya have fun eating those desserts (laughs) sweet